on this bitch. Uh. I never saw myself in last place for over a second. I break the digits and with that the number here is my vendors. I'm a god, you're a king. See Good me morning. Welcome back to another episode of Taco Talks. I am your co-host, Zach Shelby, and with me is today is um obviously the host, Taco Nori. Uh pleasure to be on board. Okay, now you're sounding like it's NPR. Is it not? Today in other news, a Pakistani road bomb took out twelve people. 16 were injured. Pakistani officials are trying to find out if ISIS was behind the attack. Chinese futures opened up lower today. The Dow Jones hit an all-time high and then came down after midday highs. I'm Joshua Johnson. You're listening to 1A, which is honestly my favorite segment on NPR. I don't listen to it too much, but if it's if is if, if it's Joshy boy, 1A is probably the most like beautiful piece of news ever. I don't know what it is something about it's satisfying to listen to. Why does all of our I, I you know I'm starting to pick up a pattern all of the uh, intros so like the like the first ten to fifteen minutes is like just random bullshit. just random bullshit like last episode was about some TV show and then before that what, what was about we we're God. talking about Halo <laughs> and then like halfway through halfway through we start talking about like real stuff like things going on in our lives and. You know, like progress and development, and tell me, when you first saw the Halo, were you blinded by its majesty? Part of me really wants to continue that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, I think the reason why is because it always takes a little bit for us to kind of get the ball rolling and get in the flow of things. Yeah, uh, and then eventually, by natural progress of conversation, because that's just sort of the tendency with you and I. We den- we. Uh, we take whatever lighthearted conversation and then find a deeper meaning to it uh, based on, a, you know, inflection and talking and basically bouncing back and forth. Today, I do have a list of things uh, that I thought would be less serious but still interesting talking points for us to discuss. They are um, a little bit relevant to the past few weeks. Uh, okay. So, shoot, shoot, shoot. number one, super excited to hear about this. This is incredible news. In Latin, incredibly. Okay. Incredible. We're two like whitewashed pieces of shit. So, <laughs> except we're, we're not so. whitewashed. Tec- whitewashed. Yeah. I, I tec- said whitewashed. Technically, Middle Eastern is Caucasian, so in one sense, yes. Um, big, big, big news for the world at large: the betterment of humanity. The Halo Reach pilots Got- are in stage three. <laughs> I believe they're getting. They're yeah. They're they're calling it beta testing. Uh, for the Master Chief Collection on PC. I've seen snippets. Unfortunately, the Microsoft uh, Insider program where they send out emails and invite to people to play it, I did not receive one, but that's okay because I am in support think, groups online for people who did not receive one. I think it should be out by Christmas. I think, Hopefully. Yeah. I but, think at uh, this point, it I've seen it. It is buttery smooth, baby. And <clears throat> to run it like on the highest capacity the game can output... You don't really need that heavy duty of a rig because it is an older game, so you can you know have like a very low end uh, PC and really just give that game a thrashing, like pops. Um, moving. moving. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> you can just go from giving a real thrashing, like pops. We're gonna move to the next. <laughs> you can't just do that. What? I can. 100%. Uh, my I mean, father is a great father. 
I'll just leave it at that. His father was a stern man. We'll leave it at that. My father is questionable. I'll just say that. Well, one day, maybe. Maybe. Um, I was beaten as a child. Jesus. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> oh, I have PTSD God. from watching animals get slaughtered, and me being a part of it firsthand as a child. You hold, you tell a six-year-old to hold a lamb's rib cage while you crack it open. That oh shit's not God. fucking fun. That's okay, that sounds like it. Like that, what, that that black kid in the movie, in the recent movie, is the black kid, because he can't watch. He 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 grows up in a in a ranch, and he can't watch his his dad. I think it's his dad or his caretaker slaughter the animals. That was that was me as a child. We we source all of our lamb, my family, um, from Fraser a farmer Farms. we know. Please sponsor us. I'm sorry, what? Fraser Farms, please sponsor us. Fuck off, Fraser Farms. <laughs> Fuck you, Dea. Please sponsor us. Follow your heart. Please sponsor us. Vegan brands only, bitch. I'm vegan. I actually am though. Uh, <laughs> I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. I I am a hundred percent proud how long has it been it's been like over a year or two no right? god no it's been no? since april since april really yeah i feel like it's been longer than no that. no it's been like end of march beginning of april and you're still vegan and i love every damn second of it wow but like looking back in my life i guess we're about to get serious now um all the signs were pointing for me to to become a vegan uh it was only a matter of time there was a lot of uh cognitive dissonance and uh awareness and sort of wool over my eyes that is the case with a lot of people uh with the meat and dairy industry because everybody's okay with going to the store and buying meats and everyone's okay with going you know and buying milk or dairy products um but then all of a sudden when they're the ones who are supposed to kill and break down the animal very few are capable of doing that and as a kid like i was saying we source all of our meat from a, or all of our lamb from a farmer uh, we know in Julian, and we've been doing it for decades since we moved here. And as a child, uh, you'd always be sort of forced to come along and help out with the sheep slaughterings, and it was always an uncomfortable position. It's a, it's a horrible, yeah. and I, I could never even look at them like doing the act. I would always like turn away, and then you, you'd hear it, and I, I've seen it a few times. And then uh, after that, just the the process of dismembering and sort of breaking down the corpse, uh, to put it literally, uh, is very not fun. And sort of being forced to take part in it uh, because that's quote-unquote what a man does. And what are you going to do when you grow up and you need to slaughter your own sheep? And the response to that was always, I'll just fucking buy it from somebody. I don't need to be the one. um, Doing it myself. Yeah ripping out the windpipe Ugh. yeah god i'm sorry yeah that's too much even for myself but that was something I, I kind of grew up with and i never liked it i never wanted to take any part in it it was always a horrible thing i always hated it and so that was one sort of thing that i look back on i'm like huh like that was something like there's a part of me that didn't like animals dying and then uh throughout my whole life I've, I've loved animals i grew up watching animal planet i was fascinated by nature and uh, I don't know if you remember in high school, sharks, I mean, sharks still are my favorite thing in this world. Yeah, I uh, think you were going to talk about Shark Week, weren't you? Uh, well, Shark up. Week uh, and also shark conservation is a very big deal to me. Mm. Uh, the rate at which we uh, hunt and kill sharks is absurd. Oh, yeah. Uh, Especially because they're like shark finning and economics. Uh, I think the term is natural resources, which means they are not domesticated 
No. So that means there's a limited amount, like a limited supply yeah. of them. And because they're not domesticated, their populations are not replenished. No. And the, um, just to kind so of... So that's why um, cows aren't going to stink. I'm sorry. I'm no. just... <laughs> Econ. Um, that's why cows are not going extinct because we control their population. Whereas elephants are going extinct because we're killing them for their product, but they're not domesticated like cows are. We're not controlling their population. So there's going to be a point where if we keep hunting them and killing them for that resource, it will go extinct. And we will lose that resource indefinitely. And... Yes. Uh, yes. While there's that one aspect of it, uh, I sort of tend to look away from the economical value as well. Because I'm also like, well, at the end of the day, for me, just killing the animal isn't right whatsoever. Because... Uh, <clears throat> I'm vegan. Uh, but no, no, like I was saying about sharks, uh, as you were mentioning, they're a natural resource and we kill them so much faster and then they can replenish. The uh, sexual maturity for a great, wh- great white is uh, 25 years. So until they Holy reach 25 shit. years old, they're not sexually mature. And the gestation period is 18 months. Holy shit. So 25 years? 25 years. How long do they live? 70 Oh, wow. 50 to 70 is the range. As uh, for most sharks, or a lot of bigger sharks, some of the smaller ones, you get into like reefs and whatnot, I think you're going into the 30, 40 year range. Okay. Uh, tigers go 40, 50, uh, but hammerheads and great whites, uh, 50 plus easily. Uh, or wow. I say easily. Uh, that's if they don't get so absolutely can... fucking murdered for fucking shark fin soup. Jeez. So that was a big thing for me. And then it only took uh, a matter of time. <clears throat> And I started cutting out dairy beginning of this year for health reasons, just because I was like, you know, I, I've mentioned Sophia before. I'm going to keep mentioning her. She was the one who was like, hey, here's all the adverse health effects of dairy. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, let me cut it out and complete cold, cold turkey. Like, let me stop eating dairy and just see what it's like. And instantly, I just started noticing uh, physically I was feeling better and I was starting to lose a lot of the weight and the fat I was building up in my face. And it was only a matter of time for me to go vegan. Uh, which was something that surprisingly, if you asked me like before in previous years, and I'd always be like, yeah, I have, you know, I can understand why people go vegan. I just would never go. I just don't think I'm the kind of guy to go vegan. And now here I am, fucking, fully loving every second blown. of it, preaching the benefits of it. All right, you're and your parents it. are totally okay because yeah, you're coming from a conservative Afghan family. Yeah, yeah, I do come from a conservative <clears throat> Afghan family, but you know. My mother has always been very supportive in that sense. And when I told her at first, she was like, does this mean I have to cook some extra stuff now just for you? And I told her, no. I was like, no, I'm just going to handle all my own vegan stuff. Don't worry about it. She still doesn't. I'll come home and she's like, I made your vegan pasta. It's with the coconut milk or with almond milk instead in the oh, sauce. Nice. Or yeah, use your vegan butter and your vegan uh, alternative meats. So, yeah, for me, it was just I couldn't stand the sight of animals being killed firsthand. And mm. I didn't like the idea of endangered animals being killed. So for me, I was like, well, why am I drawing this line where this one's okay and this one's not? It just, uh, there was an inconsistency there. Um, yeah, there was a in, dissonance. Yeah, and I was, and, you know, Sophia opened my eyes to that. And it was a connection that I never made because of so much propaganda that comes from the meat and dairy industry. Yeah. And you don't think about it, but I'm like, how many Got Milk commercials have we seen? A ton. I don't know if they show them anymore, but, like, they yeah, just show yeah. them a lot. 
Uh, and on all the dairy, the milk and the butter packages, you got the happy cow and the laughing cow cheese. And I'm like, uh, most people probably don't know that uh, cows only produce milk for a period of time after uh, birth. So how do you think dairy cows uh, produce milk year-round? Don't they stuff something in their... Uh, no, 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 no. They force impregnate them. Uh, yes, and then take the calves off and do whatever they want with the calves. And then just basically uh, work the cow to exhaustion until it dies. Jeez. But then once it dies, at that point, it's not even like the meat is considered worthless because it died of stressful situations. That's not going to taste as good. It's like tainted. Yeah. So it's just the whole industry as a whole is just very messed up. Uh, yeah. Chickens, the whole free range, organic, cage free. But then you have like the, the videos where... They have like blenders basically for, for yeah. the male chicks because they have no they use just, for them. They have no use for them. Or you see that they they cut off like the beaks. The beaks. And... Okay, so that part I do agree with. I don't think factory farming is good in any sort of way. Factory farming is, I mean, not only is it bad for the animals, it's it's bad for the environment. Horrible for everything. Horrible involved. for yeah. the environment. It ruins the meat. The meat is not properly taken care of. The animals are not sla- like slaughtered properly. Um, and, I mean, it's just not good for people. Yeah. I mean, you most... Know? So, it's like... There's, I'm sorry, I'm going on no, a rant. No, no, no. Go there's for just, it, like, yeah. so much... There's so much wrong with it. It's it's not right. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be done. And the justification of it is, well, we have so much of a population issue because... We're so overpopulated. We have so many people to feed. Just in the United States alone, we have no other choice. I mean, I don't think that's the case. And, and Exactly. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. Uh, to, uh, to address the factory farming thing, yeah, it sounds like you and I are kind of on the same page. Uh, me a little bit further down the, well, nothing needs to die in the process. Uh, yours, it sounds like you're against factory farming, but you're still kind of okay with murder. No, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna. Kind of. All you damn vegans are the same. I swear. Just murder and rape, <laughs> pal. Which is, a, a yeah, truth. Uh, yeah. But you wouldn't have. You wouldn't want it to happen to your daughter, but you let it happen to the animals. Oh, well, because the animals. You know, my daughter's not gonna feed me with a cheeseburger. An animal is. Thank you. That's kind of what the. Okay, boomer. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what the Facebook millennial versus boomer sounds like honestly 100 percent <laughs> uh but where i was going with that i'm like look it's just not sustainable either no, no, uh it's not. you know you got uh, countless studies talking oh, you about mean, like meat consumption i thought you were talking about factory farming so both um yeah. uh you talk about you there's studies talking about how uh slaughterhouse employees all got their own little ptsd from the things they've seen oh, uh, yeah. factory farming is not sustainable i think killing animals is not sustainable um because I'm like, well, look at countries like uh, China and Japan. They have a much larger population, and their staple is not meat, uh, but it's rice. And guess what? There is a much larger abundance of rice and beans and lentils and grain uh, than there are uh, of meat. And at this point, there really is no, there's no benefit to meat. There's nothing in meat that you can't get from anywhere else. Meat's not this end-all, be-all cure like so i'm like no like and i'll be all cure all yeah like you can't be like oh well i eat meat because of the protein or like that 
That's also another annoying thing. Today's a vegan rant kind of day. We're completely diverging from the script, baby. All my vegans out there are waving their green flags, baby. We're fired up. Oh, uh, <laughs> absolutely nobody listening. The three people listening to this are probably not vegan. Actually, <laughs> yes, because Sophia listens to it, she and we've gotten does? yeah, we've That's gotten sweet. two pieces of fan mail from her. One from her, one from uh, a friend of mine. Oh, nice. Yeah, she said keep it up. Uh, she hopes you find your happiness, and she hopes you find whatever hobbies hobbies bring you enjoyment. Me. Uh, she likes the podcast. She thinks it's funny. Zach Shelby. Yeah. She's rooting for Zach Shelby. Yeah. Yes. Oh my Zach. God. <laughs> and then uh, a buddy of mine whose name I won't mention just because I don't know if they would want me to or not. They know I'm talking about them. Uh, they reached out to me and just let me know like, hey, I listen to your podcast. Uh, I think it's super cool um, what you guys are doing. And it really it motivated me because recently I've been kind of struggling with a little bit of something and hearing you guys talk about persistence and sure like we're all stumble but you know it's get back up and keep trying mm-hmm. uh, definitely gave him a little bit of a wake up call which was honestly I'll tell him I was like dude like that's why we do it we yeah. want to let everybody know like we're just two guys who are going through it and figuring it yeah, out yeah we're not better than but anybody. back to the task at hand meat is just there's no benefit there's no health benefit and of course as soon as you mention you're vegan. Everybody who did not ask a single thing about your health all of a sudden is a 15-year-plus experienced uh, Harvard graduate dietitian and nutritionist. And I'm like, bro, you don't even know what you're talking about. I had uh, an uncle at my house. He's been visiting every weekend or so for the past few weekends, mm-hmm. and he always brings it up. He's like, oh, you know, you're, you're getting so skinny. You're going to be weak when you grow up. Your, your, your joints and your muscles, everything's going to be weak. You should be eating more red meat. Your muscles and your joints are going to be weak. Uh, you should eat more red meat. And to that, I just kind of looked at him and was just like, okay. Okay, boomer. Uh, that's how I feel now. I love that <laughs> meme because I could <laughs> okay, use that. Okay, boomer. <laughs> because, and I saw an analysis of that meme recently that I was like, that's very facts. Um, but we'll get into that in a little bit. But it was just you know frustrating to deal with people who don't really know what they're talking about. Uh, I'm like, dude, I, I feel better. A lot of that fat that I had is gone. Uh, there's always the pride that comes with uh, the moral uh, consistency that I've now found. And honestly, meeting other vegans is like the coolest thing in the world. You're like, oh, shit, you're vegan. Hey! Hey! Yeah, I mean, it's- hey! You gonna do it again? Hey! <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was waiting for that. Oh man, but yeah, that's that's where I stand, and that's why I'm a vegan, and that's why I'm a lifelong vegan. Because how can I, as a person who appreciates the beauty of animals and nature, and talk about how I love animals, but still be okay with essentially the killing and the suffering and the massacre of them? To me, it just didn't seem right, and a yeah. lot of people are going to be turned off by. I mean, the other side of the argument is, uh, I mean, a moderate side. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're stuck hippie piece of shit you oh, fucking also liar. also no okay, no no, so. no 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 okay no, no. i'm gonna jump in okay jump in jump in <laughs> to anybody who's thinking oh well you know it supports the economy because you're supporting farmers I you're not, not getting no no, no no but there's people but, like yeah. that i'm like you're not getting your your meat and your your milk from old mcdonald you know down the street and around the bend yeah there's like five major getting, farms yeah nationally uh ran you know, by multi-billion-dollar corporations that are also funded by the government through grants. Like there is nothing down home in American value about. If you, let me put it this way: if you hate outsourcing overseas employment 
and you want to promote the American economy, then you hate factory farming. Because that's yeah. not you're you're pushing out the small guys. What was I? I was listening to a podcast about a year ago, uh, the, the MFCEO project, and I've brought it up multiple times with Andy Frisella, and he was bringing on entrepreneurs um, for a Q and A. Andy Frisella, please sponsor us, please, Andy. We love you. Uh, and one of the guys <laughs> was talking about how him and his family uh, owned a farm, and I know you guys are going to be like, "Oh, talk are you." Yeah, I just went on a rant about farms, but I'm showing you guys from your perspective why you should be against factory farming. He mm-hmm. was like, my family, we've had this farm, this, you know, four or six acre farm or whatever. I think it was bigger than that. But it was a family owned farm in Buffalo, New York. And they've owned it for generations. And he was like, now, he's like, because there is uh, a big corporation came in and started buying up a lot of the land around them. He's like, they're basically killing our business. He's like, because yeah. there are producing products at a rate producing yeah, yeah. at a rate they're, we can't keep up with yeah. and at a price we can't compete with exactly because they have so much of a quantity at the rate of demand that it's wanted for exactly in the market i mean i mean economically uh, not econ- yeah economically speaking these businesses are doing what they can to maximize profit yeah just the same as every everything tech else outsourcing everything else however about it is just wrong yeah now, I was going to say, the only reason why I'm okay with it, because if you love nature, you also got to accept the fact that nature is kind of cruel. <laughs> and the only reason why that, I mean, look, look you, go the, you go out in the woods, right? Or, I mean, you watch, like, the National Geographic or the David Attenborough mm-hmm. narrated, like, mm-hmm. Planet Earth. I mean, you see... I mean, or you just go out yourself you go out to safaris or you go out to different countries or even here in the united states i mean it's not like we don't have wildlife you go, you go out there i mean i mean it is literally a dog eat dog world things are killing each other to survive and things are like the animals plants uh fish this is just a nat- natural part of life it's just, it's just a part of the, the the circle of life and to say that it's wrong of us to captivate these animals and then domesticate them because it's not natural. Again, that's also wrong because it's found in many different species where they co-evolutionize with each other. So they create a mutual relationship with one another. And I have two examples. Both of them are ants. But the other species that they co-evolution with are different. So the first one is aphids. Um, Certain species of ants have domesticated, almost like humans have domesticated cows, these aphids. And they protect them. They make sure they don't get eaten by anything else. They make sure they're taken care of. They're well-fed, and then they reap the benefit out of it. The fruition, I mean, for that example, is this kind of, like, dew that the aphids make, and then the ants just feed from the dew, right? The second example is actually fungus. So there's a species of ants, leafcutter ants. They cut up leaves. They are not able to digest or even consume in at any way these leaves. And scientists were wondering, like, why the fuck are these ants? <laughs> why scientists are they taking? Like, what the fuck? 
they're taking pieces of pieces of of leaves into their into their thing and like they do like I mean it's like clockwork and then they they open it up and they see that there's a species of fungus that they protect inside their colonies and they feed them the feed the fungus the grass and the reason why they keep it inside inside the the colony is to protect it from you know parasites and outside things so to say that farming and just the the i the general idea of farming not i'm not talking about factory farming because that's a different thing Mm. but farming in general and co it's it's co-evolution we benefit from having them because we eat them and they benefit because they don't have to worry about getting eaten from predators they they don't have to worry about predators at all they're fed guaranteed they're given watered guaranteed they're taken care of throughout their lives and then when it's time you know they're just when the family gets them. hungry on a sunday afternoon they're like, why don't you bring Betsy that uh, brown cow we, in here? We uh, take up Betsy and um, show him what that rifle could do. Daddy, Daddy, Cousin Cletus said his dad killed and ate a bear. Honey, now I told you, Cousin Cletus and his father, my brother, they be some lying sons of bitches. Don't believe a single thing they said. I tell you what, Craig ain't never ate a bear. Craig can't even eat his own wife. Hey, man, to that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Craig, get the hell out of my house. Anyways, <laughs> um, well, uh, are, are you are you finished? Is what I'm because I'm about to address that. If you want to keep, yes, I am. Okay, six things you were wrong. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think what you said is really interesting. Let and... me give you a list as to why you're wrong. No, no, I sound like Pogo from fucking F is for Family. I haven't seen it yet, but anyways, uh, I think you brought up some really interesting points, and I am gonna expand on them. Uh, first thing, the first two examples. I'd like to think we're a little bit more advanced and intelligent than ants. And the the argument could be made, is there a mutual thing? Are they conscious of it? Or do they just think that's just, is there a cognitive dissonance amongst them? I'm like, do they even have the mental capacity to understand uh, that this is what's going on? Or to them, it's just like pressing a button and getting food like you see in lab mice and in goldfish when scientists show experiments, where as long as they're trained to associate what an input for with an output without understanding what's going on in between and inside the machine i think over ten thousand years of co-evolution i think yeah i think they have so there's there's that uh i would i would argue i would assume so yeah i would say the argument could be made like what intelligence do ants even have and what intelligence does this fungus have they understand i'm not even going to get into the fungus because to me that just seems more like utilizing the fungus as a tool which i guess you could be but regardless my uh well they my... eat the fungus that's the thing oh okay that yeah so they feed the fungus they let the fungus grow and then they eat it when it's mature okay just like how we eat cows after they mature or chickens yeah. or turkeys or but whatever to call it a a mutual sort of thing in exchange for whatever we give them protection etc uh again it's like well the ants do it because that's what as far as they can mentally conceive as a solution to their problem but again, it's like we're more intelligent than that. We don't need to be dependent, and I'm putting like dependent on another species or the exploitation really of another species 
And well, to even further... if you're to rebuttal that, to say that that's also because you're saying species, any species. So to rebuttal that, you can say that are okay. Then if that's the case, then you know because plants are species. You know? No, you're just being pedantic. Animals, fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I <laughs> had to because you're that guy in if, the comments. If, I'm sorry because species? exactly. If I don't say it yeah, now, yeah, if I don't clarify it now, somebody someone's else get on will. Good. Thanks and for clearing that up. You know, exactly. So you know, fine. You know, you gotta I, think with them. I, I think the <laughs> argument that we should be dependent on animals in the sense where we feel entitled to their lives just because we provided to for them. Could you imagine if your if your mother came in here and was like, Zach, it's time to die. All right, all right, all right, don't, don't, don't answer that one. Um, <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. But I, I think like my mother would, we would, that. you know, we'd definitely be more intelligent than that. And there, there are instances in the animal world where animals do sort of coexist peacefully. One that came into mind, and I thought you were going to mention it, so I was surprised when you didn't. Is a uh, remora and sharks. So if you ever see sharks swimming, there's always those small, like long fish. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah remora yeah. basically clean the sharks. Uh, in exchange for whatever scraps are left over from the sharks. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. it's uh, they, and, they eat what's are, on the sharks. There are in some. There are birds that coexist with hippos. They do the same thing. They're yeah. like they do dental work. Yeah. In the hippo's mouth, which is really interesting. And then there's also uh, there's this small little rodent that uh, you know the Venus flytraps. Yeah. So there's a species of it where it's like um, it's like a pot, mm-hmm. right? So it's about like three to five feet tall right and it's like this pot right and it pops open like the 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 leaf pops oh, open yeah, and yeah it, i know what you're talking and about and it fall like whatever comes around falls in and, and it's, it's like just stuck. a vat of acid they just yeah. get stuck and they just melt to death right and then they turn into nourishment for the plant mm-hmm. uh because the the area that which they're living in is so nitrogen deficient mm-hmm. and nitrogen is something that plants need uh so these plants evolutionized where they eat insects in this way there there's the the famous venus venus flytrap where it just it's like lips and it yeah. just closes on them and then there's this one that's like a pot or like a yeah, bucket yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about and so there's a species of rodent i don't know exactly the name of it at the moment i'm drawing a blank here but they co-evolutionize where they there's a sweet kind of tasting on the rim of it and the rodent eats that that sweetness from the plant and in return <laughs> um the rodent defecates inside and gives the plant nutrients and gives the plant nutrients in that way so there's i mean co-evolution is there's a lot of different it's like with humans and dogs and humans with cats you know we have cats to keep rodents away we have dogs to protect our families our cattle our whatever our chickens Mm -hmm. you know but we don't eat those animals we eat cattle and chickens we don't you and i don't some of our listeners some of the internationals maybe so in the natural world coexist co-evolution and animals coexisting and plants coexisting with one another is a natural thing to say that farming is wrong, to say that domesticating is wrong, to say that slaughtering cattle and chickens is wrong, to an extent, if you're saying because 
it's wrong because in nature that doesn't happen. Technically, that's incorrect because it is seen in nature of these things. These things are seen in nature to happen and it's a part of the natural order. Now to say that we're above that is entirely up to whomever is subjective. speaking. It's subjective. Thank you. For me, I believe that these animals should be treated with respect because at the end of the day, they are animals. They breathe. They have emotions. They think for themselves. Maybe not as advanced as we do, but they do. You know, To say that an animal is too stupid because it can't be... It, it, like it can't speak to us like the way i mean it is it's it's said you know it's being found in science uh that animals do have forms of communication with one another within species uh actually there's two different species there's i think false killer whales and a species of dolphin that meet up in think the pacific ocean i could be wrong and they they communicate with one another like the they're they're like using a clicking they you know how they 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 kind of they they communicate with the clicking yeah a species of killer whale like a species of orca and a species of dolphin right now i know they're from the same family but it's like saying gorillas speaking with humans two completely different species of dolphin are communicating with one another now obviously we don't know what they're doing we don't know what they're saying Playing air quotes combination but they're communicating just because we don't understand it doesn't mean it's not happening well i i think that's partially the point i'm trying to make and other vegans make for because you mentioned you know they have emotions they have feelings they Mm -hmm. have a level of consciousness so wouldn't that make the killing and them being aware of it even more wrong because now we're humanizing it instead of just oh they're dumb cattle they don't know it and my argument was insects which are a completely different category of yours was insects and Mm -hmm. plants that you mentioned with the exception of the rodents yeah Uh, but I'm sure the rodents don't think, I'm going to shit in this plant because he wants me to. I'm sure the rodents just happen to take a shit when they just happen to have eaten at that interval. They know every Sunday after, every afternoon I come to this plant, I eat, I take my shit, I go on my merry way. Um, And insects are a completely different category of, uh, of beings. And to compare them to dolphins, or to, to use the argument for dolphins and whales in place for the ants is completely there's a huge disconnect because dolphins are proven to be very intelligent and whales are proven to be very intelligent and another point you mentioned was we have cats for x reasons we have dogs for x reasons and my biggest along with a lot of other vegans the caveat is you know the the sticking point is the cognitive dissonance that comes with people who don't see i'm like well would you be fine with like killing and eating your dog, or would you be fine with killing and eating a, a a pet store? And like, why have we categorized this into labels? Either a, and here's the the weird part. I'm sure some vegans, most vegans, wouldn't agree with me, but I look at there are some 
I'm not going to name names, but there are some cultures, Chinese, who make no, <laughs> no discrepancy. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I respect that more than an eyes closed. I guess, let me put it this way. I'm not trying to force everybody to go vegan. Yeah. I'm just trying to get everybody to look at the facts for what they are and just be honest with themselves. Because you can't say, I love animals because you love your dog, but are perfectly fine with eating cows. Or you can be like, I love animals and completely cut out all animal products. Or you can be, say, like a traditional oriental type Chinese man. Yikes. And be like, guess what? I don't give a shit. I'm going to eat it. And that's what I respect. I respect those that they people. Don't, that they there's just, no discrepancy they, there's to no, them. It's, there's it's, no it's, discrimination. It's food or it's not. Yeah. And people will throw their arms up and be like, the Yulin Dog Festival is the worst thing in the world. I'm like, yeah, 15,000 dogs die this one day out of the year. And, you know, people devour them and have whatever. Kung Pao Dog. <laughs> General Sao's, you know, Chihuahua. General Sao Chihuahua. Uh, you know, Orange Rottweiler. But I'm like, where where is the outcry... When you walk into any meat department at any grocery store and you see just that array of what used to be living animals with emotions and thoughts and feelings. And I can say that sheep and a lot of people, oh, they're too dumb to know. I've seen, I've been there firsthand seeing animals get slaughtered. Yeah. If you show the sheep the blade, you can see the their pupils dilate. I remember one time one sheep saw the blade as they were sharpening it. My uncle was sharpening it, or not sharp, he was honing it technically against mm-hmm. the honing steel. Yeah. And as he turned around, we always kind of make it a point like, okay, like don't let the sheep see it. Uh, yeah. But this time, I guess, no, he happened to have seen it. And I remember I saw him and his pupils dilated and this like look of fear came in. And all of a sudden, he's kicking a lot harder and we're holding him down. He's kicking a lot harder, he's squirming around more, and he's bleeding. B L E A T, the noise they make, the bad bleating, yeah. Yes, he's doing that a lot louder, and like trying to get it over his shoulder, and you can hear all the other sheep, and even the baby sheep, all calling out back to him. And you see that, and you think, holy fuck, like what, are, like this, like, and we're taught like, no, oh, these animals are meant to be killed, and this and that. And I'm like, oh, sure, uh, chief, this guy's having a breakdown <laughs> right now, uh, you know. Yeah. Um. That like that's an image in my head that I get. I think will always stay there. And for me, I'm like, look, just be honest with yourself. If you want to be a meat eater, go for it. I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah. I do mean, that, yeah. but just be like, yeah, you know, I acknowledge that this is the cost. I acknowledge that there. It's a life that that that, that yeah. animals have to die, and this and that, yeah. and you know, again, it's like, but don't be like, oh, I need it. Oh well, I need the protein, or oh well. We don't have a better alternative because yeah, there's always that's an the nice thing about being human, though. Because the thing we is, like, that. we're we're omnivores. We're we're more like bears when it comes to nutrients because it's like, we can eat nuts, we can eat berries, we can eat but uh, fruits, vegetables, and meat and fish meat. You know, it's not like we do need it. You're right. I'm not saying you're mm-hmm. wrong, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. that humans have that ability to have variety as well. I think. Yes and no. I think the argument that we are, I mean, yeah, technically, yeah, sure. We're omnivores, but we're definitely, we're more geared towards being herbivores. Like, we're more naturally. Think about our canines. 
those four little pointy bits mm-hmm. um compared to like that of a but of, of, a, of another omnivore the bear but see, and we have much more flatter teeth for grinding uh plants and stuff yeah and our guts naturally break down plants easier and smoother so it's less hard on our bodies mm-hmm. sure it, you burn the fuel a little bit faster but it's a cleaner more efficient fuel and I think the argument that, oh, well, I need meat uh, to this and that because I'm I this think, big strong man. I think man. that's what it is, though. Like you said, it burns faster. Yeah. I think that's why some people say they need it. And in some cultures, yeah, they do oh, need yeah. it. Uh, before We're we... talking about, you know, because, I mean, where do you find usually, like, meat-eating cultures? Yeah, I will you know, I, was, I will say this. I'm glad, excuse me, I'm glad you mentioned that mm-hmm. because I should have addressed that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about in the United States. In the United States. But where did the United States, like, the original culture derive from? From Europe. Yeah. Right? And in Europe, I mean, before the technological age, and yeah. before the age of exploration and all of that, when people were farming like they were farming 10,000 years ago, right? What did they have? They were only able to grow wheat at one point of the year, and only that one point in the year. Yeah. And then the rest of the year is either freezing cold or unbearable. Exactly. So in one way or another. So for them, yes, it was a necessity. They needed it. Yeah, they needed it. No, I'm in agreement. Same with, with the third world Bedouin, countries, the and... Bedouin tribes mm-hmm. in North Africa, like mm-hmm. modern day Morocco, Libya, Egypt. Yes, they uh, don't have they, the choice. They don't have a choice. Exactly. It's either they have meat and milk and insects and what what not i thought i said incest <laughs> no. i'm like she murdered the tribe back in bama well she went my tribe went through long. west virginia one time when i looked at my sister and i was like shit cousin lord have mercy on our souls <laughs> no, no 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 i i'm 100 in agreement with you i'm not mm-hmm. saying the entire world can do it because I mean, you know what some places like that it's just not it's not sustainable. Not, not, not an but option. But for the United States, but if you're in yes, the U.S., I do yes. see where you're coming from. And yes, I am at an agreement agreement with you. But there are some parts of it that I am agree to disagree. Yeah, I see your side. I see opinion. your point. You're entitled to your opinion. Exactly. As am and I. As that's that's all I ask. Because you've just said the keywords. You're like, I see your side. I just happen to follow this. And I'm, at the end of the day, I'm like, look, there's nothing a person can do but respect that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, as long as you know, and to anybody who's considering going vegan, uh, I think the biggest thing a lot of people when they talk about, oh, well, a vegan diet is A, expensive, or oh, well, it's not sustainable, like for me, like I just kept being hungry. I'm like, well, you didn't. Like any diet, how much research do people put into diets before they go? If you want to go keto, you spend some time researching it. If you want to do whatever, another diet, uh, gluten-free, uh, paleo, whatever the 10 million diets there are these days yeah. everybody <clears throat> talks about doing the research and preparing but for some reason when they think vegan diet they don't do that it's for for some reason it's the exception but i'm like no like anything you need to do your research figure it out mm-hmm. find out how you are going to gain your nutrients and stuff yeah because uh, that is a thing people talk about yeah. oh well that's a I, problem when it comes to most most pro- programs i mean people say dieting doesn't work in general they're just and, not doing it right. You know, I feel like there's just a lot of misinformation. Yeah. You know, I think that's a big thing. Uh, getting informed 
Um, because I, because there's some people where they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do the keto diet. So I'm just not going to eat like fries. I'm just going to eat fucking cheese crisps. Cheese crisps. I, 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 I'm just, I'm just going to eat like in and out, you know, protein style cheeseburgers every single fucking day. Or like, well, I'm going to be vegan. So that means I can have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches like every and single Oreos day. And Oreos like, That's it. That's, that's fucking it. You know? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, come on. Yeah, exactly. It's like. You have to put you're some not, effort in. You're not putting effort. Yeah, exactly. You gotta put and, e- you gotta put effort into anything you do. Yeah. And you gotta Dieting, be consistent. Exercise. You have to have some willpower. Like if you want to do it, oh, you yeah. have to like actually do it. You can't just be like, I'm gonna go vegan and then three days later being like, I haven't lost any weight. What's like, well, what are you even eating? Fruit snacks? Fruit snacks and Oreos and Takis. Takis are a a, a type of chi- a brand of chips we have in Southern California. Spicy chips. Really good. They're tortilla chips. Uh, but yeah, like Takis are vegan. People always talk about, oh, well, I don't know what happened. I went vegan and I didn't lose any weight. And you're like, well, what'd you eat? And it's always like Oreos. Ve- there's junk in the Oreos. vegan community. We have a joke. We're like, yeah, I'm vegan. Uh, when you're vegan and you're also a junk food vegan. Because there's lots of vegan junk food out there. Oh, yeah. Especially in today's day and age. Yeah, where you have most, companies and brands most making. Chips, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I read this thing where it's like 80% of all crop yield in the United States is corn, soybean, and something else. Probably um, like wheat. Yeah, wheat. So, I mean, I mean, you can look at anything. Sodas, chips, anything processed, Cheez-Its. What, 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 what do they all have? This... Special little thing called high fructose corn, corn syrup, syrup, baby. Like now we're a health podcast. Oh shit! Right? Every Next episode, we're gonna have Doctor Grieger on. Every episode. <laughs> oh shit! We're gonna have uh, Andy on this. Oh one god, day. that'll be the day. That'll be. Oh my god. That'll, that'll be. be you'll just hear me talking through my tears. <laughs> Andy, you said, "Fuck being a pussy ass bitch." What did you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that'll be the day when we have our own, like, real studio, and we're not doing this in, like, a room at Cal State, (laughs) or my room. Or your room. Anyways, you're going somewhere with the crops. Yeah, so, most of the processed food are, yes, you can argue that it is vegan, because most of it is made out of corn syrup. And mostly, like, that's basically just it. It's, it's wheat and corn syrup yeah, and just, just artificial stuff. flavors. So, yeah, you're not going to get artificials from a, artificial flavors from a cow. Oh, yes, this artificial flavor is red because it was made from cow blood. Like, you don't hear shit like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's processed and, in, a, in, a fac- in, in a factory or a laboratory. With, with that being said, that's, there is a discrepancy. There's the organic beef versus the regular beef. And there's the God, I can't remember where non-GMO. Yeah, where I heard it, but it's like uh, every uh, burger patty you find, you buy or whatever. There's like a, it's like a mix of a hundred different cows. Yeah. So. We're not like. There's a way to go vegan, and guess what? Still be healthy because. I'm. I'm gonna ask you a question. Can you? uh, I'll give you three years to bulk up. Go to MMA. Get as strong and as smart as you possibly can. I'm going to throw you in the cage with a gorilla. And I'll, I'll let you uh, figure out who's going to come out on top. Yeah. Gorilla. Yeah, Harambe? Say- Ladies and gentlemen, Harambe was vegan because gorillas are vegan because they are herbivores. They actually are, yeah. That's true. Rhinos are herbivores. Yep. Hippos. Moose. Elephants. You know how big moose are? Dude, 
huge. When I was a little kid growing up, I, I thought, thought they were moose like, were like, like small, like cows yeah, or like something. Yeah, like moose and horses and cattle. Like I thought they were small when well, I was moose, a kid. Moose, elk, elk is when huge. I, oh my god, a buffalo. They're that, big. Oh my god, but like buffaloes, elephants, all those animals. You know, are they're just enormous animals, yeah. and all they do is just all they eat is just grass. Yeah, plants. Just grass and leaves. And people, and then you have. Joey, protein. yeah, yeah. You oh, have, yeah, you have the guy who goes to the gym four days a week, uh, who takes you know six pictures of himself before and after every workout, and he's over here talking about, oh well, I need my hundred twenty grams of protein a day and this and that. I'm like, dude, dude, get out of here. A four hundred pound gorilla doesn't even need meat. Yeah, yeah. it's all a and. But sure. again, and before people make the argument that oh well, animals' biology is different from ours and this and that. If you're going to take the side of science, then you have to take the side because you can't pick and choose science. Yeah. You can, but then it's like consistency. Then again, there's pseudoscience. The argument could be made that because we are biologically very similar to apes and actually we come from the same family. Um, God, what was it? Uh, something hominidae. Family hominidae, mm-hmm. I think, is what it's called. Uh, we come from the exact same uh, subspecies family as gorillas and orangutans and baboons. All those big, strong monkeys that would, you know, kick our asses. Donkey Kong, vegan. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Donkey Kong's vegan. Even Sonic they, the Hedgehog Even is though vegan. they have they have canine teeth, and they got big ones. That's which, which is interesting. I think that's more so a defense mechanism defense versus mechanism. other. Yeah. Uh, and because the plants that they're eating are probably very fibrous and mm. need, and that's why I think, are the argument for our canines are people are like oh well my canines are the rip part of me I'm like no because you've looked at the canines on a lion and on a shark and on a cheetah they're very sharp and they're way more and they're cylindrical present. yeah they're cylindrical ours aren't ours are flat yeah they're so small the argument and they're could flat. be made our canines exist solely to pull apart fibrous plants versus meat or defense. or de- or defense or even just for general tool the, just yeah. for use like as a tool rip something which I, I guess the same thing for fibrous plants and strings yeah. and whatnot, but uh, yeah, to me it's just the argument. Yeah, because our biting force actually—it's interesting. Our biting force apparently is strong enough to bite fingers like, like bite, carrots. rip fingers off and bite onto them like we do with carrots, right? But what stops us is this inhibition in our brain. Um, so that people knows. who are like sociopathic, psychopathic, they don't have that control that inhibition they could do it no problem easy peasy yeah which is just insane to think about like we our brain subconsciously underestimates itself for its own good Mm -hmm. you know which is interesting to think i mean Um, that's a whole nother thing you hear about all the stories of this you know that that survival uh survival instinct kicks in and all of a sudden crazy feats of strength and persistence come through yeah, uh, and I'm like, look, you're, you'd be surprised how much you know you can do when you sort of unlock that potential. And that's not, I just feel like maybe that's a topic for another day. But back to Fair. what I was we're on about. My argument is, if it's possible in your area, you know, if you live in a first world country, developed country, um, and before you make the argument, well, veganism is expensive. Like, yeah, it is expensive when you go and you buy the fake meats and the fake cheeses and stuff like that. <laughs> That's why you treat your... A, be savvy. Look for sales. Mm-hmm. B, use those as supplements to treat yourself. 
but mm-hmm. the staples around veganism. I'm a big, big, big fan of chickpeas. I love my chickpeas. You make a chickpea curry, serve that up with white rice. Guess what? I will eat that every day of the week, and that is more than enough. You got all your carbs. You got your protein. All right, throw in a couple of bananas just to keep you know the whole lube up the system, keep everything running smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, avocados. Where you, people are like, well, what about where you get your fats? I'm like, oh, seeds, seeds, yeah, nuts. Yeah, see, avocados. oh, protein. Yeah, you get protein. Yeah, from, from nuts. Uh, some sometimes on the weekends, one of my breakfast foods will be like avocado toast. I know it sounds very basic. Yeah. Me and Brittany the other day were like, God, I want avocado toast. I hate that I did that. Um, (laughs) And and what I'll do is I'll throw like a a scoop, which is, I want to say probably three teaspoons worth of uh, chia seeds into my guac as I'm mashing it up so I can get some magnesium, some iron from there. And I always, you know, I take my supplements and then I'll uh, mix in sunflower seeds as well because I like the added crunch. Yeah. And it has that fat and a little bit of protein. And guess what? supplements exist mm-hmm. i take vitamin d supplements i take iron supplements i take a general multivitamin and i take a, a b12 supplement and for those of you who don't think oh well vegan protein powders and stuff exist out there if you're worried about your soy there are pea-based ones p-e-a like peas peas mm-hmm. in a pod uh so that way you don't have to worry about intaking too much soy all right if you want a meat alternative that is natural that has no soy mm-hmm a lot of people are like, oh well, I don't, I don't want to eat too much tofu because for men, if you have I mean, tofu, for men if you have too much soy, over the long period, because soy negative has effects. estrogen. Yeah. In it. Well, there's uh, another, and this is the beauty. This is why I love Asian people. There's uh, another type of meat, uh, sort of block alternative from the Asian people, called uh, Asian people from uh, from Asian countries called uh, Satan. S e i t a n. It is a Satan. Satan. Yeah. It is Not a w- Satan. It's Satan. All right. It is a wheat slash gluten based uh, product. Very similar in texture and consistency to tofu, but it has no soy and it is extremely high in protein. 100 grams of that has 75 grams worth of protein. Satan. Let me see this. And that sounds interesting. And another beautiful argument I heard. Yeah, Zach, have you ever had uh, unseasoned meat? Unseasoned meat? Unseasoned. You just take a raw piece of chicken and throw it on the grill. I, not that I can recall. No, not no. Would you assume that something like that tastes good? You've seen people when they make chicken. You see how much seasoning it takes? Yeah. And the same thing for beef? Yeah. It's not the meat that we like. Because if anybody's ever had unseasoned food or under-seasoned food, we complain, oh, this doesn't taste good. Yeah. Here, Saitan Tofu differs from tempeh and tofu but it isn't made from soy it's actually from wheat more specifically gluten some refer to it as meat wheat or wheat meat wheat meat wheat meat wheat meat but where i was going um it's it's not that we like the taste of meat meat like uh, beef and chicken are simply mediums to transfer seasoning into our mouths yes I've, my mom is a phenomenal cook, so she's made orange chicken, but she's also made orange cauliflower and orange tofu, and tastes the same. Like, I, I can't tell the difference. And I'm like, look, because it's not about, it's not the, about the chicken meat. or the meat. That's simply just a, a medium that we use to put seasoning on and dipping sauces, and yeah. how much do we essentially mask the true flavor of a thing? Yeah. 
sure, you know, there's someone out there who's going to be like, well, you, my friend, have not had fresh, you know, bluefin or yellowfin tuna mahi-mahi, yellowfin tuna sashimi. And sure, maybe some people are like, oh, well, I love the, you know, just just salt, pepper on a good steak. Throw that on the grill, a beautiful ribeye, get some good coloring. I'm like, look, but how often do you have that? Like, how much are you really sacrificing? And economically, in the long run, if you do go, maybe don't go vegan. Go plant-based, at the very least. I've worked in a grocery store, so I know what I'm talking about. When people buy a lot of, a lot of groceries, I mean, the whole conveyor belt full, just tons. I've never seen it go over 100 bucks. But it's very easy for meat to go, to take it up to 100, 200, 250. Because guess what? Good because it's know, like 16, 17, 18 dollars yeah, a pound, yeah, or for like the really want, like, the high quality stuff, high quality, uh, you know, the fat, meat, yeah. the, uh, the fresh Atlantic salmon is like uh, 12 99 a pound, and you know, uh, New York uh, strip steak is like uh, 18 99 a pound. Go and, down to a restaurant where it's like specialty meats and special meats from, yeah, them, like I mean, I remember spending 20 dollars on an ostrich burger, and it's funny because. I remember before I was vegan, I was like that guy where I was like, I want to try. And it was interesting because I was sort of like the Chinese in the sense where to me, I didn't want to just discriminate. I was like, I want to try everything. I want to try a penguin burger. I want to try a lion burger. I want to eat dog. I want to go to China and have some cats. Yeah. Like I wanted to eat everything. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm like, oh, dude, what the fuck, bro? Good vibes. Hippies. I don't know why. I just did the alien uh, Spock peace sign we come in peace instead of yeah hippies man good vibes it's all about living in a, an ecosystem where everyone can benefit it's all about where we don't have to exploit vibrations bro it is man it's all about good energy and being a good person and I believe what you put out will come back in and I have multiple scientific arguments that could be made for the law of attraction and good vibes but we're not gonna get into that this episode yeah it looks like we're heading to the hour mark pretty soon so yeah um this was this was a different episode i definitely didn't plan for it to take this route but i'm pleased because i'm glad i I got it out there into the into the void yeah i mean that's kind of what this podcast is it's just talking about not not situations like just just general affairs general general affairs that we come to in life and I mean, this and episode was all about health Another and Another argument I am going to make is uh, if any of you guys see me and I'm wearing whatever, some fucking shoe or some fucking pair of socks, and you're like, that's not vegan. You can't be a perfect vegan in a capitalist world. Yep. True. We're trying our best here. And, like, we're, it's, it's all about doing as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, you won't catch me eating any chips because most chips have milk ingredients in them. Yep. Uh, peanuts have milk ingredients in them. The Planters brand of peanuts, their regular salted one, have milk ingredients. Really? They use uh, the reason oh, they shit. use uh, milk uh, ingredients in products is to keep the seasoning on the thing. Oh. As, oh, as a so binding they, agent. Like, they coat it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So gotcha. whenever you, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are a few. But it, the argument could be made that that's not necessary because there are things that are seasoned, like Takis, for example, that are vegan. Mm. And I'm like, dude, like it's just the amount of 
milk that we put in stuff i'm like it's not necessary because that trace amount all it's doing is you know alienating a growing part of the population which is veganism we're on the come up baby yeah so i'm like look you can save more money by just leaving it as it is you know like exactly. how come other things and other products can do it but you guys all of a sudden are like no we gotta have it's annoying you pick something up, you look at the back label, you're reading through it. Oh, it looks good. And then you read, contains milk ingredients. If, like, fuck. if it's something where it's like made in a factory that processes milk and it's like may contain traces, uh, to me, that's the exception. Like I'll, I'm perfectly fine buying that because with modern uh, regulation and food and health and safety uh, stuff, the yep. chances of cross-contamination are like next to nothing. Yeah. yeah. They're just putting that on country. there in case someone has like a very severe allergy. Yeah. Um, which there are some very severe allergies out there towards things, but if it's con- if it's right there in the ingredient list, you know, skim milk products, uh, for whatever, use it as a binding agent. I'm not with it. Yeah, if you're lactose intolerant, sucks for you, buddy. You're not having them peanuts. Actually, <laughs> because we live in such a beautiful day and age where alternatives out there, are out there. Mm-hmm. I don't miss a single damn thing because you know what? I can go to Winko, I can buy a packet. A little packet of I can make three or four sa- three sandwiches out of it of uh, vegan turkey for three dollars get some vegan American cheese for three dollars get okay. some vegan mayo soy free for four dollars five dollars four dollars five dollars and you know what I, it's I'm eating everything <laughs> I was eating before I, I have my burgers and my sandwiches yeah and you know, I'm mostly home-cooked meals because I am a big proponent of that. I'm like, you know, try and limit process where you can. Mm-hmm. But you know what, man? I'm still enjoying You can still have chicken nuggets. Guess what? They're vegan chicken nuggets, and they're easier because you can just throw them sons of bitches in the microwave because there's no salmonella. You just have to heat it up to a certain internal temperature to kill any bacteria. You don't have to actually cook it. Hmm. You I don't have, have to, chicken. like, throw it in the fryer or anything. No, no, no. I mean, you can if you want to, if you want to add that extra oomph. Yeah, but if you're really lazy. some people argue actually like frying foods is good because it coats it with a natural fat. That's depending so. On... That's such a stupid <laughs> argument. You know how much some people argue that. You know how much fat we have in our everyday lives They're as like, it is. Plant-based oil like sunflower oil or corn oil is actually worse than just fat oil. It's all because, bad. It's yeah. all bad. We have so much fat in our food. We don't realize it, especially in America. Um, but. I mean, fat is a form of energy. It is. No, no, I'm not saying it's completely bad. Like, we bad. do need it. That's something But we, we have do it in way too much. Way it's too the same much, argument yeah. with the protein. Moderation. People think we need 1,000 grams of protein a day. I'm like, no, no, you don't realize. There's protein in a lot of stuff. We're getting a lot more than we need, which is why obesity is a high, big thing. Sugar. So prevalent, yeah. Sugar and fat are, like, the two things that make America what it is. Yeah. This obese, hypertension, diabetic bitch pogo f is for family oh i, I guess you keep reference i haven't seen that show yet frank murphy <gasps> anyways he actually talked like this dude this this character he's like i don't know if you guys haven't watched f is for family you need to jump on that right now it's a an amazing show we're it's not, about we're not this... opening up a new topic <laughs> right 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 we were finishing so up we will we will cover know. shows later on in the podcast i do have bojack listed down here i finally finished up that season uh oh, six God, i think it was cliffhanger at the end oh uh, all right all right all right we're not gonna get into okay, that okay we need to uh, close any closing this. remarks zach um watch f is for family 
watch mm-hmm. BoJack Horseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you all took into account what we spoke to uh, spoke about in terms of veganism. Um, I hope you have your own ideas, and if you'd like to share our thoughts, your thoughts with us, uh, let us know. Yeah, go ahead and email us at uh, Taco Talks podcast at gmail.com and i know i keep saying that we will make social media for this we will i promise but here's the benefit to work on that because we haven't uploaded any episodes we could just do like a chunk and then release some and then get look make every make the timeline seem like it's in sync nobody knows we're doing this except for episode one exactly and only like four or five people have already seen it yeah um yeah, uh, you know, realize that there are asterisks to everything. Yep. Uh, we're just out here Exception. doing our best. Uh, go just ahead, convey. look into it, be open to the facts, mm-hmm. uh, and be honest. At the end of the day, there's nothing more important than that. And like, don't, don't be like, oh, I love animals. Like, what you eat them, dude? Yeah. You don't love all animals. You love your dog. Exactly. I'm, a, I'm an animal person. I'm like, Tabitha, you dumb bitch. <laughs> All you care about is your dog. Tabitha says she's an animal person, but guess what? She's also the first one to be like, oh, I don't like cats. Or, oh, I don't like alligators. Birds scare me. Their feet are just reptilian. (laughs) Birds are a beautiful creature. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys did enjoy. Go ahead and leave a like if that's available on your platform. If it's not, go ahead and download that Booster Insights up. If you guys thought this episode was interesting, please let somebody know. If you guys thought there's someone who would like to listen to something like this, uh, please just, you know, however you can, whenever it comes up, whenever it's, hey, man, what have you been up to? Oh, like, what are you listening to these days? I'll listen to the podcast, Taco Ducks podcast. Just check it out. We're trying to grow the fan base. Uh, Trying to grow this community. This, This movement, baby. Uh, I wouldn't say a movement. We're just two little Arab kids in a room talking about talking about our feelings. <laughs> just kidding. Tell um, me, when you first saw the Halo, were you blinded by its majesty? I said at the beginning of the episode, we're not going to get into that. All right, all right. I'm Thank saying this at the end of the video. So much, uh, and we'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>